The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one Lund and low dealer in the Midwest, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester at 31st and Wolf Road. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 11 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. Go to info at gpitaliano.com, diamondghostcharters.com for the true salmon experience on Lake Michigan. Rend Lake Area Tourism at rendlake.com. A little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. And by Daiwa, fishing reels, rods, and baits made of the highest quality and priced for everyone. Follow me and find contentment. Follow me to rippling streams. Find a world that embraces free open spaces. Hello, everyone. This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Are you ready? I'm ready for the show. (laughs) Man, it's a big weekend in the outdoors if you're a hunter. Let me tell you. But remember, Chauncey's Great Outdoors is celebrating our 25th anniversary this year on ESPN Radio. And we are so grateful to all of the listeners, the sponsors of this program that make this show happen every single week. Please remember to say thank you to them and support them. We're talking Daiwa, of course. Waterworks Marine. They've been with us from day one. Paul's Pizza in Westchester, GP Italiano, and Diamond Ghost Charters. And remember, pick up that Christmas uh, gift from Diamond Ghost Charters, put it in an envelope under the tree, a gift certificate for that special fisherman in your household. Okay, uh, on today's show, we're going to have the winners of the Spring Valley Walleye Club uh, Tournament Trail. This was their We are the champions. Chris Clemens and Bob Hausler, uh, who took first place in the final round on the Illinois River a couple of weeks ago, uh, will probably learn a lot about walleye fishing and how there's a lot of fish in the Illinois River, folks. And then we're going to have on somebody that's a very special friend of mine. Uh, We have Berkeley Hayes, a very accomplished young woman. Uh, She's an angler, a boat handler, drives a pickup truck, backs down... Boats into the ramp, uh, can field dress a deer, can process a deer, turkey hunts, waterfowl hunts, uh, fishes for bass like you wouldn't believe. And But this year she took her very first deer with a bow and arrow. And uh, she was very excited, and I'm excited. Her parents are excited that she did this. Uh, she's a really sharp girl, really sharp girl. And uh, we're going to have her around to talk about her experience of taking that first deer with a bow and arrow. And then we're going to have a fishing report, I hope, from Aiden, because it's deer season in Michigan, so I'm not sure if he's fishing or if he's hunting, but we're going to find out real quick here, okay? And that's, that'll be in the last segment of the show. But before we go on with the show, there's a couple of things I wanted to cover, because it is that. This is firearm deer season. It started uh, 
pretty much on the 15th of uh, November in Michigan. It goes the 15th to the 30th in Michigan. Illinois, it's the 17th, started uh, yesterday, uh, to the 19th. And then it does it again in November 30th to, I'm sorry, November uh, 30th to December 3rd. And then Wisconsin, it's from November 18th to the 26th. And Indiana, it's from the 18th of November to December 3rd. So there's lots of people out in the woods. And I've got to tell you, I mean, the third largest uh, armed militia in the world is in the woods of Michigan this weekend. Um, And it only shows how really good hunters are across the United States worrying about gun safety, hunter safety. There's actually, there's a bigger problem with people that are in tree stands. That's right, tree stands. And I mean, you know, in Illinois, we had uh, six people uh, fell out of tree stands last year, uh, 13 in 2021, I think it was, and uh, in in 2020, there were 14 of them, which one of them was a fatal uh, person passed. Uh, You know, when you're in a tree stand, one you need a fail arrest system, a fall arrest system. That means you don't, it, it's a harness. You wear it, you don't get out. And as you're going up the tree stand, you have to clip on that harness as you're going up so you don't fall off the tree, uh, the, the ladder or whatever you're climbing up. It's very important. You've got to check out, the, don't let that tree stand sit out there all year and then go, oh, it looks good. Uh, yeah. No, get up there, check the screws, check this, check the webbing. Uh, you don't want to have a problem. Use a haul line to bring up your unloaded firearms, bow, whatever hunting equipment. Do not carry that stuff up the tree stand with you. I do know someone who was carrying a bow and actually fell out of his going up into his tree stand and fell on the bow and put an arrow in him, and he he wound up passing. His brother was very distraught by that. I mean, and, and a lot of people were. Take a cell phone. Shut it off. Don't worry about playing with your cell phone. Don't play games. Don't answer Facebook or anything. Shut it off. Sit quietly. Just enjoy it, you know, or put it on uh, whatever they call it. Do not disturb and, and leave it there all day. But you need a cell phone for emergency purposes. Tell your buddies, tell your loved ones, hey, I'm going to be in my tree stand. This is where it's located. Uh, and I think I'm going to be home about 9 o'clock at night. And if you're not, call. Hey, I got a deer. I'm dragging it out. I'll be home later. You know what? Alcohol, don't use drugs, period. That's bad, 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 bad. Alcohol, you don't use it before or during hunting. That's when you sit down by the fire, got your feet up, and, you know, your buddies are all playing cards or whatever, and, and just enjoying yourself. And that's, please be careful this hunting season. And make sure if you're mentoring a young hunter, show him the or her the proper way for firearm handling and enjoying the great outdoors and just let them talk about what they see or how they feel. It might be an interesting experience for you more than the kid. Okay. Hey, guess what happened in Wisconsin? Uh, And I can't believe this one on November 11th, the department of natural resources, Wisconsin confirmed the fatal shooting of a cougar. Yeah. In Buffalo County. Uh, they're protected species in Wisconsin, so DNR conservation wardens had to do a big-time investigation. And um, they, them and the state's attorney's office, district attorney, rather,'s office, said that after reviewing, they were not going to file any charges. Uh, they felt that the hunter was justifiable in, uh, it was an archery hunter, by the way, felt, uh, he felt threatened. So, you know, they're, they're not filing charges, but 
Cougars in Buffalo County, Wisconsin. Gotta love that one. Ooh, baby, yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, we're going to take a little bit of a break, and when we come back, we're going to hear more of the great outdoors on this great deer hunting weekend going on through not just the Midwest, but a lot of the country. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. For only $14.95... Big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how to new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Know that Midwest Outdoors Magazine includes a state section for where you live. Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For only $14.95, you get big issues of the best of the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. They're new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot Ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. <laughs> This segment is brought to you by Diamond Ghost Charters. Give them a call at 847-838-2037 and get ready to yell, fish on! Somebody say, hey, we want some crap. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Hey, we want some crap. Hey, we want some crap. Hey, we want some crap. Hey, 
everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and on the phone with me, yes, 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 we could be playing, you know, cue the music, we are the champions, da, 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 da. I know, don't quit my day job, but um, we've got on the phone with us Chris Clemens and Bob Hausler from, they competed in the Spring Valley Walleye Club, Illinois Walleye Trail Team Tournament. Wow, they got a short in this title, guys. Uh, congratulations, you guys. Chris, uh, you, you uh, must have had a great time at this tournament to be coming in first place, huh? Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for the congratulations. and um, We're truly blessed to be a part of this organization, the Illinois Walleye Trail, which is owned and operated by the Spring Valley Walleye Club. And believe it or not, we've been participating in this for about, oh, 20 years, Bob and I have, and just a wonderful organization. And then, of course, again, we're blessed enough to actually win a couple of these championships. So this is our second championship win, and um, it's just so much fun and such an honor to be probably rated one of the best walleye teams on the Illinois River mm-hmm. after this event. So it was good competition, a lot of fun. Cool, cool, cool. Um, let me ask Bob a question. Bob, uh, what do you do to, to be in this you know, Illinois Walleye Trail? You had to fish a, a couple of the tournaments on the river and then to qualify to fish this championship, right? Yes. The uh, Spring Valley Walleye Club Illinois Walleye Trail has the actual circuit uh, a schedule. They start normally the weekend before the MWC uh, big tournament down on the Illinois River, Master Walleye Circuit Tournament, and they, they they start in March and run through normally November. Okay, several tournaments. So you know, you you fished a couple of the tournaments. You qualified to get into the championship, and like you know. Uh, you know, Chris said you've done this for a couple of years, right, Bob? Yes, we have. Okay. Now you come into, well, first of all, before we get into tournament, I love when people say that there are no fish in the Illinois River. And you guys must be laughing as bad as I do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. It's, uh, it's just truly amazing. Uh, Bob and I have fished all over the country. Uh, we spent a lot of time on the Mississippi River. We spent a lot of time on the uh, Wisconsin River. But little do people know or really understand or really appreciate enough is the number of sauger and walleye that truly reside in the Illinois River. For example, you can go to the Illinois River <clears throat> excuse me, and catch you know, 20 to 30 fish is not uncommon in a single morning or a single afternoon. And they all run, you know, 14 to 18 inches on average. So that's a pound, a two-pound average. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you can go into other places in this country, and you're happy if you catch five to ten fish in a day. So um, it's just truly underrated and underappreciated, like you said, Chauncey. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, it is. And, you know, okay, so that's what I wanted to get out to people. There are fish in the Illinois River. And there's sauger, there's walleye. There's probably some pike flying around someplace. There's bluegills. There's catfish. Yeah, there's Asian carp, but, you know, you, there's a, they're not going to bite your hooks. Trust me on that one. 
And if you do snag one, hold on, you're going to lose the rod. Uh, <laughs> but, okay, so, uh, Bob, you, this is a two-day event, correct? Yes, it is. Yeah, it was a two-day two event. And on the first day, where did you guys place? We were actually in first place. We had a little bit over, well, we had a little bit over 13 pounds for our five fish. And uh, the highlight of that day was we actually caught two walleye, and they were in the three, three-and-a-half-pound range. Mm. Okay. That's eating size in my books. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's eating size in my books. Okay, so you, and that, that was on the, you said you came in first place on the first day? Yes, we were. Whoa. So you, you must be the group that everybody looks at and goes, mm, you know, like that. <laughs> Actually, we've had a kind of a rough year, so it was good, good to have a really good tournament. Wait a minute. You've had a rough year, Bob, and you came in first place? <laughs> well, I've talked about the tournaments prior to this. Okay, okay. That's yeah, you yeah. got me scared. Now, um, Chris, let me ask you. When you're fishing the river, when you're, whether you're fishing in a tournament or you're fishing for just fun, which you probably do, both of you guys I probably do fish for fun, what, what is your favorite way to find these fish on the Illinois River? Well, um, a lot of times the best way to find the fish on the Illinois River is to employ some trolling techniques. A lot of people like to run long line crankbaits with number five or number six, seven flicker shads, flicker minnows, shad wraps, and they'll just cover a lot of water depending on the year. And, you know, what the water conditions are, that's a good way to quickly find mm. fish, not only walleye saugers, but white bass and, you know, other species. Um, and one of our favorite techniques is um, what they call pulling stick baits. And it's one of the techniques that we've been employing the past several years. It's really boosted us up in, in, in the rankings in Illinois, uh, in the Illinois Walleye Trail. It's where you're running a heavy dropper off of a three-way, so anywhere from a three to six ounce weight to a three-way swivel. And then behind that, you run stick baits, which could be a rapella or a Selmo minnow or something like that. That's another great technique for covering a lot of water. Um, so that's kind of what we do to search for them. And then if conditions dictate it, if the water's cold, for example, and we have to slow it way down, we might switch over to vertical jigging for example, mm -hmm. uh, which is really popular this time of year than from here on into the winter. Okay. <laughs> Just so I want to, so people understand this, a three-way swivel is, visualize three swivels attached in a circle. You have one that is attached to the line going to your fishing rod. You have one, the swivel that's attached to going to your lure. And then you, on the bottom one, you have a piece of line and a, a chunk of weight. And you're telling me you're th you've got three ounces to six ounces? <laughs> yeah, we do, yes. Uh, a lot of times, as you know, you know, in the Mississippi River, the Illinois River, any river, you're dealing with a lot of current. Um, and then sometimes we're fishing these rigs in 12 to 20 feet of water, so combination of depth and current, you have to have enough weight to get your bait down. And we'll troll them anywhere from 0.9 to 1.5 miles an hour. So there's... You know, you you got a little bit of resistance, water resistance, when you're doing this, but it's a blast. It's so much fun. 
when you're sitting there and you're, you're moving up river and all of a sudden your rod doubles over and it's just, we call it buried and it's got a nice big three pound sauger on it, for example. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you know, with that much weight, I would think you'd be plowing the bottom of the river. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of funny because um, what we want to do, and we, we have kind of our pet term for it, we call it tickling the bottom. Okay. And so you drop the weight down, you touch the bottom, you let a few more feet out, and then you just watch it kind of tap the bottom every once in a while. That way you know you're not digging that weight into the bottom, uh-huh. and your lures are within a six inches to a foot off the bottom. Okay, because that's really where you're saw. Sauger, yeah, you can find fish anywhere in the column, water column, but sauger and walleye, they generally are going to be in the bottom foot, maybe 12, 13 inches of the bottom. Uh, that's why they have white bellies, everybody, just so you know. <laughs> but, I mean, exactly. I, I understand the tick because I'm sitting there going, I, and I apologize, I've never had three or six ounces on a drop line for me, and I would just think it's dragging. But if you do it and you want it just to look like going, tap, 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 on the bottom, so that okay, I know I'm in that zone that the fish are in. Mm-hmm. That's, yep. dudes, that's pretty slick. Yeah, the other thing it allows us to do is you know run the legal limit of lines in Illinois, um, and have a good spread mm-hmm. behind the boat. Um, so we'll run, you know, few lines out at a time. Um, sometimes six lines out at a time. Mm-hmm. Anywhere from three ounce weights to six ounce weights, and then you're covering. Uh, you know, it gives you a lot more options for yeah. what the fish might want. They might want a you know a hot steel rapala one day, or they might want a, a traditional um, fire tiger one day. Mm-hmm. So it allows us to vary our bait colors and bait sizes, which is also very important. Yeah. Well, and, and everybody, you know, we're, we're talking with the winners of the Illinois, the Spring Valley Walleye Club, Illinois Walleye Trail uh, Tournament Team Champions. Uh, that was, I think, the first Saturday, for Saturday, Sunday in November. And it's uh, Chris Clemens and Bob Hausler. And is that my saying it right, Bob? Yes. Oh, okay. I want to make sure I'm saying it right. But, but you know, the thing is, Bob, you're, everybody, when they think about walleye and sauger fishing, they're always thinking crawlers and minnows. You guys both, you, you know, this tournament, you're using artificials, right? Yes, we are. Yeah. yeah. Like Chris mentioned, we use rapplers, uh hit sticks, Berkeley hit sticks, and also Samuel minnows. So, uh, mm-hmm. We, we use a variety, and then we change up on colors, and we try to uh, find what the fish are looking for. Now, are you fishing just off the deep cut in the river, or are you fishing yeah, the deep cut? Yeah, we're trying to stay on the current break. We're not fishing, you know, like in the middle of the channel usually. We're mm-hmm. usually on the, uh, the break of where anywhere from... 10 to 15 feet. So we're, we're fishing the breaks. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Well, cool. Hey, uh, back to Chris. Chris, you know, like the Mississippi River, you mentioned it earlier, uh, but there's part of the Mississippi River when you get further south in Illinois and into, you know, uh, Missouri and stuff, that, you know, it's once again, we're, we're basically, you know, dragging bottom. There's no water. We've been pretty yeah. fortunate with the Illinois River all year long having good water flow, right? Right. Which yes. o- there's, uh, 
you know, it's been fairly low at times, but it's maintained uh, its level of current. So, you know, that's uh, kept the bite, the, the fish biting all all summer, uh, all all fall. So it's been in pretty good condition. There's a couple of years that we've seen it where when a barge comes through, it's stirring up the bottom. It's so close to, yeah. to and it just makes it a, a chocolate milk mess. So mm-hmm. this year when they came through, uh, everything was good. It didn't stir up the water too bad. The water stayed nice and clear and clean. So fishing uh, maintained um, its you know quality throughout the cool. season. That's good. That's good. Now, um, real quick, Bob, what did what was your tournament total for the weekend? You, you said you're in first place on the first day. The second day, you came in obviously in first place again. What was your total again? Our total for the two days was just under twenty five pounds. Twenty four point nine two. 24, for 10 fish. 24, 9, 2, 10 fish. It's basically, you know, 2-point-something two, two per fish. Uh, what was your biggest fish, you said? I, I believe our biggest fish was a 2 and, or 3.5-pound. <sighs> but we were very consistent. Okay. You two guys fish tournaments, and you've been done it for a long time. You've won tournaments. You've won the championship here. Uh, I mean, do you get... Giddy, screaming, excited when you catch a two to three pound walleye or sauger. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we give us give each other a big hug and mm-hmm. start fishing again. We usually have a we 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 call it a little bit of a mess in the boat because usually things are uh, kind of fast and furious when we're catching fish. Mm-hmm. And we we carry two nets with us just for it, that reason, because that's how good the you know fishing on the Illinois River can be at times. Mm, that's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. And and obviously you're the net man for the other person, correct? Yeah, we trade off. Mm-hmm. Usually, uh, usually I'll be uh, using the pole and bringing the fish in, and mm-hmm. Chris will be netting the fish. So we trade off. We um, do different things. Yeah, there's you're not one of them's not yelling at the other. Don't miss this one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that is so cool, guy. You know, first of all, once again, uh, thank you for coming on the show this morning. Uh, and once again, everyone, we're talking with Chris Clemens and, and Bob Hosler. Chris, where do you? What city do you live in? I'm in Newark, uh, about 15 minutes uh, west of. Yorkville. Oh, cool, cool. And Bob, yeah. you're in where? Bob, where do you live? I, I live in Plano. And you live in Plano. I thought one of you guys lived in Plano. Well, guys, I, I want to congratulate you and, uh, you know, being part of the tournament. And as you said earlier, you know, it's, it's a great to belong to a club and to go out and be in tournaments, whether it's club tournaments or your larger circuit tournaments. But, you know, get out, meet new friends, have some fun, and, and keep expanding the number of people who are enjoying the great outdoors, right? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. My friends, once again, congratulations on your winning of the Spring Valley uh, Walleye Clubs, Illinois Walleye Tournament Trail. Uh, the team championship was uh, first weekend in November. I'm looking at the number again. Total weight, 24.92. Ten fish. Oh, my goodness. I would love to see both of those stringers. But once again, guys, keep up the good work, okay? Thanks, Chauncey. 
You too. Thank you very much, Chauncey. Take care, Bob and Chris. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Chauncey here. That's the sound you'll hear at the Illinois Conservation Foundation's Director's Hunt on November 27th and 28th at the Jim Edgar Panther Creek State Fish and Wildlife Area, just a little west of Springfield, Illinois. This two-day controlled pheasant and chucker hunt is an all-inclusive hunt that is great for all ages and skill levels with plenty of birds released. The director's hunt is priced at $425 for individuals or $1,500 for teams of four, which includes two hunts, meals, overnight lodging in a great hotel, plus a guide and dog if requested. Between the two days of hunting, there's a banquet dinner in downtown Springfield where we will have a live and silent auctions and great raffle prizes and more. So go online and sign up at ilconservation.org and come out and have fun supporting the Illinois Conservation Foundation and two days of upland bird hunting. I'm going, so should you. Waterworks Marine, the largest Lund and Low dealer in the Midwest, has those 2024 boats you have been waiting for today. And they're powered by a Mercury outboard. These are the boats that people are talking about, and Waterworks Marine has the largest selection of anywhere in the country at a price you want and, once again, powered by a Mercury outboard. Waterworks also has a few 2023 Lund and Low boats with a Mercury outboard, but they are being sold at rock-bottom prices. But you still have time to enjoy your fun-certified Waterworks boat, whether it's fishing, a fall color ride, or a day with friends. Let your boat from Waterworks Marine make the day special. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com and stop in at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Chauncey here. A couple of weeks ago, I was really fortunate and held the new Tatula MQLT line of spinning reels that was just released by Daiwa with new features like a one-piece monocoat frame, an air drive shaft so you don't feel any friction when you reel, and to that and more, the Tatula MQLT line of reels has a gear ratio from either like 5.8 to 6.2. So you can fish it as slow as you want or you can fish it as fast as you want. Stop in at your favorite tackle shop that carries the full line of Daiwa and hold that Tatula MQLT reel. Trust me, you won't leave the store without one. Hello everyone, Chauncey here, and I highly recommend the newest Italian family restaurant in the western suburbs is now open to rave reviews. It's called GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. This is a true family restaurant with a menu of the freshest ingredients with attention to detail and creativity. GP Italiano invites you to join them for dinner out with your friends or even that special person. Or how about dinner with your family with special pricing just for kids for homemade pastas and pizza for only $8. You can't go wrong with that. You'll come back twice a week because the kids will want to come back. But with an appetizer, salad, homemade pastas, entrees, artisan, wood-fired pizzas, and more, oh, it is so good. Make your next dinner reservation or pick up to go at GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. Give them a call at 708 
325-4590. And tell them Chauncey sent you. If you want to stay in the know on the latest outdoor news and information, go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors and like us and become one of the sportsmen in the know with Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information on advertising and sponsorships, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. That's chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is being brought to you by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, where every boat sold is a fun certified boat. This is Kevin Van Dam, and you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Deer season's back, it's finally here. Take the fellas up north and stay in the shack. A week without the wife won't want to come back. Gotta wake up early on opening day. But first, I better finish off a case. I say spend the night playing cards and drinking blast beer. Shoot, there it is. Let's get some deer. Shoot, there it is. Shoot, Hey everybody, welcome to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Let me tell you, I am so excited, so excited with this interview that I'm going to be talking. And I am talking to a young woman who, now let, let's, all right, hold your fingers up, all right. She fishes. She can back a boat down a boat ramp and load it up and drive it off. She can catch bass like you wouldn't believe. She can catch a lot of other fish like you wouldn't believe. She duck hunts. She turkey hunts. Uh, She's shotgun deer hunted. She's, I can't even, she's field dressed there. She's even, you know, processed deer. I mean, this is, she's perfect. Oh and, and and her name is Berkeley Hayes, and she's sitting there going, I don't believe he just went through all of that. <laughs> Hello, Berkeley. Hi. Hey, now, really, you're an outdoor woman to the 10th degree, and you're well-educated. You're, you, you work with uh, plants and all kinds of different things. Just a smart woman that took her first deer with a bow and arrow, right? Yeah, I did. Oh, man, you got to talk to me about this. Was this on the farm? Yeah, yeah, it was in the, the big woods right behind the house. Okay, well, behind the house is about a mile and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's about a mile and a half out there. Do you have a a, re, a simple recurve bow, or is it a compound bow? I, I have a compound. Okay, what, what kind of draw do you have on that? I know it's got to be more than 45. It's probably 50 or so, somewhere in there. Yeah, I think it's around right around fifty. Yeah, I right. think it's it might be a little below, but it's right around fifty. Yeah. Now, in a blind, are you up? You're not up in a tree, are you? No. I, I yeah, I was up in a tree. Oh. <laughs> you're a you're more sportsman than I don't do trees no more. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't do trees anymore. It's last time I was up in a tree, I was being rocked to sleep, and then when I woke up, I go. This is not good to be up here sleeping, Chauncey. <laughs> Even though no, I... I've <laughs> go ahead. yeah, I've done that a couple times this this fall already. <laughs> Where I, I did, I, I nod off once in a while. You know, it's easy up there. Oh, you have to nod off because I. Someone told me one time that God does not count any nap you take when you're out in the great outdoors. So I'm going to live to be about 125. Uh, <laughs> I figured that. <laughs> but now, okay, you're up in a tree. 
A, you got to be camouflaged, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, I was face paint, face like face paint around my eyes, face mask, you know, mm-hmm. and chill. It was chilly, so I was bibs and camo boots and all that. But yeah. Okay. Now, did you? What else did you see while you're? Because see, to me, when I'm out deer hunting, I see everything else. Walks by coyotes, will walk by turkeys, will walk by. You know, a pigeon will fly past. Uh, you know, you'll hear, you know, ducks coming through. Uh, I mean, there's tons and tons of things that that you'll you know hear when you're out there and see when you're deer hunting, especially with the bow and arrow, because you're trying to blend in. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. I had I've been sitting for like 30 minutes before I started seeing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, happen to be really still, and that's that's hard for me because I'm. I'm on my phone a little bit, you know, when I'm up there waiting, but there's owls all over. I hear owls every time I'm in there. I've heard a couple, obviously, squirrels, like deer hunter's enemy when you're trying to listen for anything, mm-hmm. um, and I think I saw a possum that night, too, but, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. The, the, I remember I had one winter I was I was bow hunting. This was one of those last times I was up in a tree, okay? And <laughs> And I'm sitting there, and I have a full mask on, and I am not moving. And I hear this, I'm like, okay, where is that one? Because it sounded real close. And I've had a bird, a little, you know, chickadee land on my arrow that's in the bow because it's just sitting there. It's not moving. But I'm I'm slowly looking with my eyes, and because the jacket I'm wearing, because I was getting warm, I had it opened. It landed on the collar of my jacket. You had a bird on the collar of your jacket? On the, on the collar. it land, That's the... I heard in my ear, and I'm like, what the heck was that? And I slowly took my eyes and looked, and this little thing's going, beep, beep. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. I, I, I didn't want to breathe. I didn't want to let him fly away. <laughs> Oh, you must have been really camouflaged for, oh, it, to, I, for it to do that. Wow. I was. You, you could not see nothing on my face. Gloves, the whole nine yards. And it was so funny because he's just kind of bopping and looking around and looking around. And then he caught my eye, the movement of my eye. And you could see how he looked. And he was like, something's not right here. And took off. But it was fun. You know, maybe for the minute that he was there. Maybe. You know. That was so cool. But that's what, that's what I love about archery hunting, because you really get close to them. So now you're just sitting there in the back, you know, behind the house, you know, way down behind the house. And you yeah. you, you must have, did you hear this deer? Did you um, hear noise or what? I didn't hear him until I could see him. Um, oh. He, there was a doe right behind me, and I had been paying attention to her, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I couldn't hear him until I could see him, and I think he was probably 50 or 60 yards by the time I could, but by the time that both of those happened. But, mm-hmm. So he was he yeah. could, he could was looking for that doe, you think? Yeah, I think so. They, they were both eyeing each other up pretty hard when he was walking in, mm-hmm. so I think that that was, I think that was what was going on. Ah, the boys and girls are talking behind the school there, you know? Yeah, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> So you see now, th- this was this wasn't a. We're not talking Spike. How big was he? Um, I think he ha- he had a double brow tine. So I think um, I don't know if I've decided if I'm counting that or not because it was. It I'd was, count it. I'd um, count it. 
count it. Mm-hmm. So we're talking eight or ten. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, I, nine or ten. Yeah, because when I when I saw the picture, I went one two. The first thing I did was one two three four five. Dang, girl. <laughs> That's what, that's what I said. Dang, you did good on this one. So th- this deer comes, you know, it sees that you got the most perfect live decoy next to you, or I should oh, yeah. say underneath you, and this, this deer comes waddling down slowly. If a deer's running, something's chasing them or it got spooked, they, they'd go slow, and they'll stop, and they'll look. And they'll listen, and they'll look, and they'll take two more steps. And I mean, as the mo- as a archery hunter, it drives you crazy, doesn't it? Yeah, that's he. He was one of the first decent ones that I'd seen this year, and he was he was absolutely taking his time walking in, and he he did exactly that. And he kept he'd take a couple steps, and then he'd stop, and he'd smell around, and mm-hmm. he'd he'd look at the doe, and then he'd take a couple more steps. And I was like, this is really nerve-wracking, you know, because he was <laughs> facing me directly, and I was like, I don't know if I should stand up or not, mm-hmm. you know, all the stuff that you got to think about when you're debating shooting one or not. Oh, but. yeah, yeah. So, okay, it gets to the point where it's like, now, did you shoot from a sitting position? Uh, no, I stood up. Oh, you did? Okay. Okay, so you stood up, still hasn't seen you move, has he? No, he was distracted enough. It was it was really, and I had some wind too that was making like my branches move, so it was easy to kind of blend in with that. And uh-huh. um, he didn't notice me at all. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Now that's cool. That's cool that he didn't notice you because you're able to get up, you're able to position yourself to pull back the draw, and you make a great upper chest shot. Right? Yeah. He he came in facing me and was like paying attention to her and whatnot and Mm -hmm. I was able to stand up and I was kind of debating whether I wanted to take it or not because I couldn't he was he was farther away than I thought when I shot him Mm. I couldn't really tell how big he was body wise and like looking at his rack until he turned broadside and I could see how far out his tines went you know (laughs) or like the front ones did Mm -hmm. um and that's when you went OMG (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's, yeah, that was I, it. Was just a deep, like very deep breath. Like, okay, this is actually happening. Like, I'm actually going to do this. You know, that's so cool. That is so cool. And once again, this is your first deer archery, right? Yep, this is my first. Uh, this is my first bow kill. Yeah, and then you take the shot. First of all, was when that deer was moving in, could you hear it making noises? The noises, you know, because they make that guttural, that er, 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 and some other noises. That's what amazes me. When you start hearing that on a deer, it's like, whoa, you are close, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, I I had heard that. I couldn't tell if it was him or not, like, before I could see him. I heard it a little bit, mm-hmm. but I don't. I didn't hear him doing anything like that um, once he got close. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I was... What, I was archery hunting, and I had my bow down, and a deer appeared out of nowhere on my to my right looking at me. And it made every noise I've ever heard, and a deer pounded its feet down. I couldn't get the bow up to take a shot, but I said, well, this is going to be a fun time. And I just stood there and watched this whole show with this, you know, eight-point buck just banging his feet, snorting at me, trying to make me move, you know, make little lunges at me, and I'm just not moving. I'm like, I hope he doesn't hit me, you know. <laughs> 
Yeah, I hope he doesn't ram into you. Yeah, don't charge me. Don't charge me. Okay, so you, you pop the deer. Deer goes down. Did it run far? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know how far or how wide that section of our woods is. You've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was probably, I was close to smack being in the middle of it, and he ran to one end. Um, oh, okay, so it ran a good 30, 40 yards. Oh, I think we walked for a good 30 minutes tracking it, so well, I think it was... Yeah, when you're when oh, a bit. okay, so it is more than thirty yards. But you know, you're also when you're tracking it, you're looking down, you're stopping, you're looking for marks of blood, you're looking for this. So that's why it's taking so long to do that. And that, did you call Dad to come down to help you? Um, yeah, I I hit him, and I could I heard it hit him, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I could see the arrow in him when he ran off, mm-hmm. and so I waited a couple seconds trying to like, listen and see where he went, you know, so I had an idea of where I last saw him. And I texted my dad, and then I texted our family group chat, because Dad was hunting, too. I didn't want to call him in Mm -hmm. case he had anything next to him, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. But I texted Dad in our family group chat and stuff, and obviously waited a little bit. He told me to wait, like, 10 minutes and then just come back to the house so we could all come down to look for it. Okay, make a little family project. Yeah, a little family outing in the dark, you know. Yeah, and, and just so everybody knows, Berkeley is the daughter, the oldest child of, uh, yeah, because Josh is younger than you, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Ber- Berkeley is the daughter of Dan Hayes from Bass Pro Shops, and he's the guy that uh, Mike Reynolds and I go out deer hunting with, and that they're turkey hunting with, and laugh for three days. We just have so much fun with the family out there. But, you know, I, I have to congratulate you on, on taking your first deer uh, with a bow and arrow. You've had taken many with shotgun and stuff, but I have to congratulate you. And, you know, I, I am very proud of you that you did all of that all by yourself. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. It was it was so fun. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll look forward to uh, maybe when I come out there, we'll have a little bit of meal of that deer. <laughs> oh, absolutely! You'll be getting you'll be getting lots from it. <laughs> okay. Well, Berkeley, thank you so much for coming on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And you know what? I I don't even have to ask you. Just keep up being who you are, because you are a true outdoor woman. Okay. Okay, thanks so much. I appreciate it. No problem. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Chauncey here. That's the sound you'll hear at the Illinois Conservation Foundation's Director's Hunt on November 27th and 28th at the Jim Edgar Panther Creek State Fish and Wildlife Area, just a little west of Springfield, Illinois. This two-day controlled pheasant and chucker hunt is an all-inclusive hunt that is great for all ages and skill levels with plenty of birds released. The director's hunt is priced at $425 for individuals or $1,500 for teams of four, which includes two hunts, meals, overnight lodging in a great hotel, plus a guide and dog if requested. Between the two days of hunting, there's a banquet dinner in downtown Springfield where we will have a live and silent auctions and great raffle prizes and more. So go online and sign up at ilconservation.org and come out and have fun supporting the Illinois Conservation Foundation and two days of upland bird hunting. I'm going, so should you. 
Waterworks Marine, the largest Lund and Low dealer in the Midwest, has those 2024 boats you have been waiting for today. And they're powered by a Mercury outboard. These are the boats that people are talking about, and Waterworks Marine has the largest selection of anywhere in the country at a price you want and, once again, powered by a Mercury outboard. Waterworks also has a few 2023 Lund and Low boats with a Mercury outboard, but they are being sold at rock-bottom prices. But you still have time to enjoy your fun-certified Waterworks boat, whether it's fishing, a fall color ride, or a day with friends. Let your boat from Waterworks Marine make the day special. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com. And stop in at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Chauncey here. A couple of weeks ago, I was really fortunate and held the new Tatula MQLT line of spinning reels that was just released by Daiwa. With new features like a one-piece monocoat frame, an air drive shaft so you don't feel any friction when you reel, add to that and more, the Tatula MQLT line of reels has a gear ratio from either like 5.8 to 6.2. So you can fish it as slow as you want, or you can fish it as fast as you want. Stop in at your favorite tackle shop that carries the full line of Daiwa and hold that Tatula MQLT reel. Trust me, you won't leave the store without one. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one Lund and low dealer in the Midwest, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester at 31st and Wolf Road. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 11 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. Go to info at gpitaliano.com, diamondghostcharters.com for the true salmon experience on Lake Michigan. Ren Lake Area Tourism at rendlake.com, a little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. And by Daiwa, fishing reels, rods, and baits made of the highest quality and priced for everyone. I like big bucks and I cannot lie. You other hunters can't deny that when a buck walks past here, stand real fast. You want to pull up. I was named to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. They'll even take shots at an itty bitty doe that still has spots, but I don't chew for venison meat. I'll shoot a cow if I want to eat. Yeah, my buck meat is tough like jerky, but I know it won't hurt me. So it might not be for cooking, but that mountain... Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. I hope you self 
poured yourself a cup of coffee, maybe made a sandwich, or you're sitting in a tree stand with your headphones on listening to the program. That would be my... I'm envious of all you people out there that are deer hunting. I'm not, though. <laughs> I love deer hunting. Deer hunting is so much fun. It's the camaraderie. It's getting together with family, friends. Um, you know, you're staying at a friend's house or the, his, uh, his spouse is there. The kids come out and you go out hunting for the day or the kids are come out with you for the first time. It, it's just a time of excitement. You can't go wrong. It really is. And I love this time of the year. And uh, it's safe to do and it's enjoyable. But let's get out with some fishing reports. <clears throat> Aiden, this report is sponsored by Waterworks Marine, 186 and Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. 708-798-9700. Papa, we went down to the Grand River and nobody was down there midweek because everybody got ready to go deer hunting in Michigan. We put our stand up, and we're going to be going out this weekend, so I'm excited. I know I'll, if I shoot one, I will save you the heart and the liver for Aunt Claire. Good kid. Kid knows how to butter me up. <laughs> Otherwise, we've fishing has been slow only because everyone is going deer hunting. So we'll keep you posted for next week. Love you bunches. Take care. Love, Aiden. Your hockey star and professional fisherman in training. Oh, now he's a hockey star in training. Okay. <laughs> and once again, that report is sponsored by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Okay, Perch Action Lake, Michigan, on and off. On, it's better south, Indiana, Illinois state line area. I think you might get a few in other places, but majority of the action I've been hearing from my friends has been down there. You may catch a lot of dinks, little fish. Otherwise, crappy rigs, small minnows, wax worms, things like that. Move around, increase your odds. If you sit in one spot, you got to wait for the fish to come to you. Otherwise, if you move, you go find fish. Think about that. Okay. Calumet River. Uh, if you go up the Calumet River, one of my favorite spots is where it opens up real big. It's uh, called a turning basin. Uh, some people call it Crowley's. Uh, turn around it's just a big large area and you've watched your electronics and you'll see the schools of fish up that far uh and definitely minnows are working well small pinkies uh perch flies things like that are going to be the things to work with and you're going to want to try that uh navy pier we're getting some action but nothing crazy remember there is a discount on uh, uh fishing if you're going to park there early in the morning, but you have to be gone by 10 a.m., and I mean 10 a.m., so between 5 a.m. and 10 a.m., otherwise you're gone, okay? It's only 9 bucks to do that. Uh, due to the warmer weather, I'm finding a lot of the smaller lakes are popping bluegills. Oh, my God, bluegills and bass. Last weekend we caught 20 uh, bluegills and about 7 bass, uh, all on small Small baits, nothing goofy. Uh, even the larger middle middle ciders roaches didn't take a lot of fish, so I was kind of surprised on that one. Uh, but really, the, the lakes, all the area lakes are producing because of the warm weather, but that's going to change come Sunday, Monday. You know, that's all going to drop quick. <laughs> really quick, and I do mean that. My buddy Derek up in Wisconsin was saying, Chauncey, he's working the humps on Lake Geneva. And he says, I can't, you're not going to get one during the day. You got to work the humps at night and you'll pick up a few walleye here and there. Some of them are small. And then he writes, a lot of them are small, <laughs> but you can catch a couple to bring home. Okay, Derek, I love that one. 
Uh, my good buddy from Waterworks Marine, Ken Husker O'Malley, says this is definitely a time uh, to work some of the lakes because there's very, a lot of activity first thing in the morning for bluegills, then it drops down, and then it kicks back up about 1 in the afternoon. Well, okay, I'm part of that program if you want to do it. Nothing wrong with that. We'll jump on that real quick. Snagging is still open, but you know what? I'm not really hearing a lot of reports about it. I, I apologize. I'm just, it's that time of the year when it all slows down to nothing. Uh, muskies up on the chain. If you're going to be fishing the chain, definitely put out a sucker on a big uh, bobber and a quick strike rig on that thing. That means there's a second hook on it, and boom, get those fish to move in. And while you're fishing for bluegills and crappies, you may just catch a whole bunch of fish. Yep, 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 yep. Um, Wisconsin, pretty much everybody's out deer hunting. <laughs> they really are. Um, Muskie was good far northern Wisconsin, uh, up in the, you know, Hayward area we're talking about where you're picking up some things. Uh, you're getting a little bit of uh, ice forming, but it goes off about midday if the lake is gets a lot of sun pillows. So please, please, please remember that. Uh, we mentioned Northwest Indiana. They're fishing for perch for on the humps in the boats uh, out there, and you got to move around. That means you fish, move, catch a couple, move. That's the way you're going to have to find these perch right now until they move in in bigger numbers. And when they do, you'll be catching some nice, nice fish. Well, I can hear the flute playing, which means we're coming to the end of the show. And I always like to leave you with a Native American proverb. This week we uh, lost a, an outdoorsman and media gentleman, Mike Jackson of Mike Jackson Outdoors. Uh, he was on TV, wrote for newspapers many, many years. Uh, I would go on his show uh, before I had my own show and had, had a lot of fun with some great guests up there uh, on his program, and we lost him this week. Please remember him and his family in your prayers, please. And like my friend Apensui Majuat, when you speak the words of an, someone who's passed around a fire, their spirit will rise with the smoke and they will live forever. Thanks, Apensui. We'll see you next week right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors.